Good morning, guys. It is Tuesday, September 30th, and I am knocking out a podcast by request and before uh, 9 o'clock as promised. Um, I put up the request last night, and I went through all 62, I believe, at the time, um, questions and try to find, you know, uh, what the you know, top topics were. So some of the things that a lot of people are asking about, um, things that I, a lot of the questions that you have asked, I have already talked about. So if you haven't had a chance to dive into this podcast, I have been doing this podcast for probably like four years now. So I didn't do them as frequently. I probably did like four a year and now I probably do like eight or 10 a year. I'm not exactly sure, but if you have time, go back and check out some of the business podcasts. I've done networking podcasts. And um, I don't know if you know, but I also answer questions on Ask FM, and that's ask.fm uh, backslash my leak teal. That's my whole name. And I'm going to pop it in the description. So in case you want to go check that out, I have answered over 700 questions. And a lot of the questions are about some of the things you've asked me, um, when to cut people off, that kind of thing. I've answered those kinds of questions. And people ask me a lot of relationship questions on there. And listen, I'm no relationship expert, but I just apply, you know, my kind of life method to everything. So I obviously would apply those to my relationship. So I have answered a lot of those questions. So check that out. And I'll still continue to do this. Um, every so often, I will take your request. I like uh, talking about things you want me to. So here goes this podcast staying consistent was like the one that the question that kept coming up. So people wanted some tips or just wanted to know how do you stay consistent? One, um, topic that I liked, Hey Robin, we need to get together, um, was about supporting other women kind of like when you have to manage other women, how do you support them and manage them? So I'm going to hit the nail. I'm going to hit that really quickly. And then balance, you know, balancing your life, managing your social media uh, world from the real world. Charmzy asked that, and I thought that was a really good one, especially when most of us have businesses that rely on us being on social media. I started my company on Instagram, you know? It's like, so I totally understand. I was like, that's a good one. And then loving yourself and staying authentic, which I got a lot of, and as I started writing out notes since it was my last one, I was like, I may even do a full podcast on that at some point one day. But I'm going to do that, um, and hopefully I can get through this, you know, in about 20 minutes or less. Um, consistency. And uh, first of all, I think that what people don't really understand about consistency is that it's not like this constant stream of always doing good all the time. It's really being consistent is just about showing up every day. Some days you're going to show up and do nothing. It's just like I've been going to the gym three days a week for two years now. And like yesterday, I was so fatigued during my workout. That didn't mean that I wasn't consistent. I mean, honey, I'm huffing and puffing between each move. And that's probably because I was talking trash to my trainer saying that I'm just not getting sore anymore. And so I need some new moves and I need to be pushed. And so I guess he listened to me over the weekend and tore me up yesterday. But I see consistency as just going, you know what I mean? Some days I go and I'm not always doing my best and I'm not always into it and I don't even want to go every single day, but I'm going. And so consistency is just about showing up. Um, one of the main things that I think about consistency that so many people don't think about because so many, I, I talk to so many people and I've dealt with so many people, um, doing business and it's like your actions must match your words. 
how often do you say you're going to call somebody back knowing good and well you're not going to call back? It's just something that falls out of your mouth and you just say it or things, oh, I'll be there. It just falls out of your mouth and you know you're not going to be there. You know you're not going to this girl's birthday party. You know you're not going to the gym, but you're just, it just sounds good. And so it's really so important. It's like, if you haven't had a chance to read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, like write that down and I'll put that in the in the notes too uh, of this. Let me put a little note on that to make sure that I pop that in the um, book, to make sure that I put that in the notes so you get that. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And I think a lot of us process our word as just what we say. You know, words are just things that come out of our mouth. I'm just talking, not understanding the power of your words, you know, capital word cap, W-O-R-D. Words come out of your mouth like letters and stuff like that, but your word, your capital word, that is the power that you have to create through your expression, through every kind of expression. So your word is your is power. Okay. So what you say has power. So if your words are not matching your actions, the power that those words have are inconsistency, failure, loser. This is the person that you become. How many times have you dealt with people that are just bullshit artists and it's like, because they always saying something that ain't got nothing to do with nothing and you know they're lying. That's what you become when you are not impeccable with your word. And so it's like you can create income by how well you express caring about your work. And I read that, I read that, because I was like, how can I give them more information? So I wanna make money. So I will make money based on how I express doing well with my work, what I say, and then what I do. When what I say matches what I do, and what I do matches what I say. Um, you create a better self-image, it's like, how often do you down talk yourself? I talk, I've talked about this in multiple podcasts where I see girls and I'm guilty of it from time to time. We don't want to give ourselves any shine. You know, we're like, oh, look at my nose. It's so crooked. Oh my God, kind of cute outfit, but my skin looks muddy or, you know, look at cute face, but my eyes tangled or my tooth is crooked. We just, we, how, I mean, we're going to beat ourselves up because we think other people are going to, so we want to do it first. And it's just understanding the power of that capital, all caps word, you know, the power of our words, what we say about ourselves, what we say to others. And so um, that's really important to me. That's the number one thing that you can do to be consistent is, is that. Um, number two, in terms of staying consistent is eliminating negative thinking. And that's just where I was, you know, sometimes it's just, we can find ways to sabotage just about everything. It's like, because we don't believe that we deserve to have, like you don't, when you don't believe that you deserve to have something, then you will look for the negative in everything. And so what's so cool, uh, my assistant Kendallin, uh does a blog on the Curlbox blog every week. And so I had her start blogging when she first started, because I believe that journaling, I do it. Um, whenever I'm in, a, if you're in a dark place about something, if you just kind of make notes about it and looking back on how nothing lasts forever. So when she started with me, she was 25, like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? This is not what I intended for myself. I went to college, blah, blah, blah. And what she finally realized one year later, now that she's gotten a couple raises and she's traveled the world is that, and now she's texting me, um, 
is that when she stopped looking for issues and drama and the crisis, she was fine. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing you want to do is build on small wins. Like, you know, with my small wins is showing up to the gym three days a week. You know, it's like, and sometimes if I don't make it, but two, sometimes if I only made it one time because I was traveling or if I went, so I traveled, uh, last week I went to Dallas Thursday and I got back Friday. I, and why did I schedule? Like I, so I go to Dallas Thursday morning at like eight o'clock. So of course I got to be up because I don't pack my bag the night before because I'm bad. So I pack, get up, pack my bag that morning. And then I had a five o'clock flight flying back. So I was like, okay, I was going to miss a gym day. So I was like trying to, you know, I went to the gym while I was in Dallas and I had too much on my mind. I was upset about something. And so I only ended up running for 16 minutes, but you know what? That beats nothing. Build on small wins. I'm still consistent in my workout. I still put my clothes on. I still went to the gym. Didn't stay long, but I did it. And so look at those small wins. If you finally got the guts to send an email, you know, to the company or the person you want to work with, if you finally got the guts to like pick up the phone and call someone, you finally got the guts to like tweet someone or write on their Instagram, build on small wins. They may or may not hit you back, but you know, you may learn something from it. Um, I have accountability. It's so important that you be accountable for your actions, that you be accountable for the things that you do. You have to, you know, if you messed up, like, I think I always shock and surprise people because if I do something that they don't like, or if I really mess up. So sometimes I work with a photographer that I love and she'll get upset with me because she's just like, you know, you didn't let me do this and that. And I don't, this is not how I work. And you like, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I apologize for that. And I think sometimes people get they're so used to an argument, you know, or some, so used to someone being defensive. Um, and, and that's something else I talked to my assistant about yesterday is that she said she finally learned that when she stopped trying to defend her wrong action and just corrected it, life was so much sweeter. You know, it's like, we get so invested in correcting what we're doing in, in defending what we're doing versus correcting it. So let's just be accountable. And then this is one of my favorite ones before I move on to my next topic is plan for failure. Um, I always tell people that my working strategy has been to plan for everything to go wrong and then work backwards. So it's a horrible thing for your personal life because I'm always like waiting for the other shoe to drop and that's terrible, but professionally, and I'm working on that. Okay. I'm, I'm getting better. Um, but professionally, I try to look for all the places that things could fail um, and build in contingency plans, okay? So that, okay, if this doesn't happen, we know this. You know, if something doesn't come in, I know a place that I can get it. If this breaks, we know we can send this out. Like, you know, I start looking for the crack because that way what keeps us from being consistent is that, you know, there'll be a hurdle or there'll be like a bump in the road and then we just stop because something bad happened, but that's life and that's gonna happen. So as best as you can plan for failure, I say do it. Number two, um, probably will be short, but supporting other women. Um, it is so important to me to support other women. Like that's like my thing. And I think it's my thing because I, over t I don't think that I was supported in the way that I should have been. And so I'm the kind of person that instead of complaining about what I didn't have or didn't get, I just tried to be what I wanted. You know, I tried to be the kind of woman that I wished other women had been to me. And so um, that's why it's important to me. But it also, it comes down to confidence. I am confident in the kind of work that I do. 
I am confident in the kind of teammate that I am. And that goes for business relationships and personal relationships. I'm very confident about um, knowing that if we're on the same team, we're going to win because it is, it is important to me that that we win. And I know, and I think a lot of people, you have to understand this, that if you have internal fighting, so if you have other women on your team and you guys are fighting, you can't win. It's like you have to be focused on who's outside, not who's inside. You know, like your enemy is not inside on your enemy is not on your team. And if your enemy is on your team, then you need to get off, get on another team, move some other place because or explain to the teammates that like this is not we are together. And so that is my management strategy is that um, no one's in charge of anyone. So there is no hierarchy in terms of one person's more senior than this other person. There are some senior people, meaning they've been around longer and they know more. So they view themselves as like maybe coaches. Not like, you know, I'm your boss. Like, that's, I mean, that, doesn't, that doesn't fly, you know? Like, I don't like that. So even though I own my company, I'm very much a coach. Um, I'm very much a coach, and I'm very much on the team. So I will get in and help everybody do what they want to do, do their job. And, you know, if they need my help or my input or my opinion, I still, you know, I just mopped my own office floors two weeks ago because... We usually, they clean up the office every Friday and my assistant was out of town at a wedding. And so I didn't want the other person cleaning up by herself. So I broke the Swiffer, but I still help because I'm on the team. Like I don't, too, too often you get involved in like, uh, positions or titles. And it's like, until you understand that you have to be willing to enthusiastically be on the bottom as you are on the top, then you'll, you don't understand how to lead. And so that's important being transparent. You know, if you're not feeling something, talk about it, communicate. And, um, that's kind of this, that's just my viewpoint. And if you want me to keep going further on that, I will just hit me on the ask FM, hit me on the Instagram, hit me on my Twitter. And I will number three balance, um, how to break away from social media when you know your business relies on it, you know, or just having a balanced life, which is what I am attempting to do. Um, I started my business on Instagram, so I'm on social media, but I think that when you, everything you do should be, um, just taking your time to generate fantastic content. And so I think that there was a time when, you know, spamming was the thing to do and it has happened on every platform. And I used to do it because I wanted to get people's attention and it wasn't cool to do it then. But once everyone starts doing it and there's more people on, you know, joining these networks, it's really taking the time to create some really awesome content, which is why if you ever watch Curlbox TV, I, I invested in good content so that while I may not have 100 million views because I'm not the most popular person on YouTube, which is fine because I am aware of what my strengths are and I ain't the best YouTube person. I, I, I feel like I'm a good business person, which is why I focus on what I'm good at. So I put out really good videos, um, videos that I think look nice and that are providing content. I mean, if there are 500 girls doing twist out videos, you definitely don't need to see me doing that. So I try to do things that are specific to me. Um, I know what I offer. Um, and so I just kind of do what I know I'm good at, even if it doesn't make sense. Cause it's kind of like, why is she giving business advice on a hair site? It's what I'm good at. Um, and so that's what I do, but we are going to do some hair videos. <laughs> uh, in three weeks, just so you know. Um, and so 
beefing up the, the awesome content and then sharing, sharing, you know, when you start building your community, then your girls will start sharing your Instagram. Like people, Curlbox on Instagram has taken on a life of its own. You know, it's like the followers are growing. I don't know if you watch, but by like a thousand a day and I don't post as much. Um, but it's kind of like the sharing is like it's snowballing so that you can take a break. And if you take a break, you know, you can social media. It takes like one second. You don't have to manage all the comments, you know, pick a time, just like email that you're going to post. Maybe you post in the morning, maybe you post in the afternoon and maybe you take a break on the weekends. Um, but it's very important to live your life. Otherwise, you don't really have anything to share, you know. And so um, I know that people probably think that I share my whole entire life on Instagram or social media, but I don't. Um, I actually do things that I don't share because um, there are some things that are very personal to me. And. I don't even think I have my phone out when I'm doing the things like I, I am very fully present. So when I am with certain people, um, if I'm doing certain things, I put my phone away and I am in the moment and I don't necessarily share that because that's not, you know, I believe that social media is a platform for you to sell yourself. And so while I know you think people want to know every single thing you're doing, they really don't. They want, they want the highlights. So focus on the highlights. Um, Finally, and I got a couple minutes left, loving yourself and staying authentic. I think a lot of people maybe look at me and say, you know, I like taking my little selfie pictures or my little outfit pictures and I just like it. And I think that I was, I was raised to be confident. And so, you know, I don't mind, um, feeling good about myself. I don't mind pumping myself up. Um, Everybody jokes with me because I'm kind of obsessed, like, with being the best. Like, so I shot this Hyundai commercial yesterday, and they interviewed some other people in town, other entrepreneurs. And so I asked because this is what I do. And I'm like, because we had to reshoot yesterday. And I'm like, so after all the other people you shot, was I the best? And I'm like, you don't have to tell me, but I'm like, I know that I was. And he starts laughing and said that I was. And I'm just like, I just want to be the best, you know? So... It's okay. I think of all the things to aspire to in life, it's not bad um, to want to be awesome, you know, to strive to be great. There, It's better than striving to be, you know, I always say that like a lot of people are coming in second place because that's where they're aiming to be because they don't believe that they deserve to be at the top spot. Is that you? I know people who are like that. Like you don't believe. Quick little story is that I used to be on a track team when I was a kid. And there was a girl on my team. She and I are still friends. I'm going to New Orleans for her birthday weekend in a couple weeks. Hey, girl. She used to uh, always run the 400 meters. Like, she used to run that. And I used to run, like, the one and the two. And my coach put me in the 400. And so I would always come in second because this was kind of like her race. While I was running the one and the two, she was running the four. And she was winning at the four. And so my coach kept saying, like, why are you coming in second? And I mean, I might've been like 10 or 11 at the time. Right. And I'm like, and, and I was like, because I swear, I was like, because this is her race and this is the thing that she wins at. And I don't want to beat her, even though I can, because I want her to win because she deserves to win at something. And he was just like, run your race. Like if you can win, win. And so after I changed my mindset, I started running the race and I started beating her at it. And I could have beat her the whole time, but it just, I had program my mind to be in second because this is the thing that she won 
Um, and so she and I are still good, still good friends. Um, she was a little bummed when I started beating her at it, but you know, she's a, she's a competitor and she got stronger and, um, I don't know if she ever beat me again, but that was that. Um, that's that. So like aiming for first, um, understanding that everyone isn't going to like you. I think that if you just go ahead and program, program that into your mind is that everyone's not going to like me and that's okay. I don't have to be, um, I don't have to be invested in that because I am aware of the fact that when, if someone doesn't like me nine times out of 10, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. It has something to do with someone's perception of who they think I am. Most of the people that say they don't like me have never even met me, or if they met me, they don't even know me. So there's a couple of different layers of meeting someone, knowing someone before you're making the decision of whether or not you like them or not. So I process a lot of the not liking is just an uninformed situation. You don't like who you think I am. Okay, that's fair because there are a lot of people that I don't like who I think they are either because I don't know them and I haven't taken the time to get to know them and I and I probably can't get to know them because they're out of my reach. But that's cool. I'm fine with that. And my final thing is that how do I kind of love myself and stay authentic is that I recognize that I am my priority. I am my priority. I'm not anyone else's priority. I'm not a boyfriend's priority. I'm not my parents' priority. I am my priority. And so um, uh, quick, another little quick story is that yesterday I was running a little bit late to the Hyundai reshoot and I ran late because I, I didn't read. They didn't ask to reshoot it until Friday as I was leaving work. Mind you, I had that five o'clock in the morning flight on Friday. Didn't find out they wanted to reshoot it till Friday. They, it had to be shot this week. My schedule is pretty hectic. Um, I'm doing this before my day starts at nine o'clock. And uh, I had my gym appointment to working out with my trainer first thing Monday morning. Like that has to happen. So I worked, my schedule was work out with the trainer at eight, get my makeup at nine, start shooting Hyundai at 10. I had a meeting with the bank at I think 12. And then I had a phone call. Like I had a call at like three or four and I was like, woke up a little bit late because I was tired. And when I say woke up a little bit late, this is like, I woke up at like seven fourteen AM and I had been up at 3 AM te texting with my friend cause she's texting me. Um, so I was maybe about 15, 20 minutes behind which snowballed into me being almost an hour late for the Hyundai thing. And so I apologized and I was like, Hey, it's a last minute reshoot. So I don't feel so bad. But I told them, uh, the camera guy was saying that he had stopped working out because he's got all these early morning shoots. And so I said, that's why I'm late because I'm not going to take myself off my schedule. I'm not going to take, and that's what I view my workout is. My workout is mine. And so I'm not going to take me off the schedule for all these other things and other people because Everything that I'm doing, you know, I'm doing all these things for everyone else. And yes, it helps promote me, but I've got to focus on my person. And so don't ever take yourself off of your to-do list. Don't ever take yourself off the schedule. And so that's just how I look at it is that I'm sorry that I'm running a little bit late, but this was last minute. I keep my Monday morning workout. And so everything has to take a back seat to my, to, to my priorities and my priority is myself. And so do not be afraid to make yourself a priority. Anywho, this was a little bit long because we got all over the place, but I hope you like it. If you have any more questions, hit me on the Ask FM, uh, tweet me, Instagram me, and we'll do it again soon. You guys have a good rest of the week.